Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. And I am so, so, so excited about tonight's show. I know that last week's show had a lot of my audience, as I could say, puzzled. <laughs> anyway, you know what it is, man. It's your boy Randy Chu, aka Mr. Chu on that, and um aka Mr. For those who are watching, aka Mr. Smack your great 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 grandma. Yeah, we smack grandmothers over here. Um, no, I'm just kidding. So listen, I'm very excited about tonight's show. I have a very, very powerful lineup for tonight's show. I, I am so excited. We are bringing back one of True Radio's favorites, um, and it's it's going to be a banger. I'm telling you right now. Um, but before I get into inviting a special guest on and before I get into all of that, you know, I normally have a books and business segment that I haven't done in like a month now, um, but I'm going to bring that back next week. Got some books and some businesses I definitely want to promote, um, but you know, hey, life goes on. Uh, how are you beautiful people doing out there? Um, please share the video. Uh, share, 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 like, subscribe, comment, call in. We're definitely going to have callers in on tonight's show. The number to dial is 516-531-9828, 516-531-9828. And just so you all know, I'm not here by myself. I have my other co-host with me. Everybody, it's your boy, Mr. Grantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Smooth Criminal, a.k.a. Negro Suave, a.k.a. Can you chew woo-woo in season two? Oh, hey, snap. Can you chew woo-woo uh-huh, uh-huh. in season two? Can you chew woo-woo? Can, can you, you chew woo-woo? Chew, 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 chew. Okay, choo. anyway, um, so... Um, I'm very excited about tonight's show. You know, we we started a series last week. Well, we were supposed to start a series uh, last week uh, um, called called Less Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, last week was part one. What I want to do is I want to have real conversations. I want to dive into what is really, 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 really needed in today's society. I want us to dig into that, man. I really want us to get a hold of some some tough conversations that people are afraid to avoid, but I also want to empower some people. Um, as well, Mr. Grantastic, how's your week been, man? Well, it's been good. It's been good. It's been good. It's been good. I'm trying you know, get them energy levels. I'm trying up, to get them know? energy levels. I'm trying up. to get them energy levels. Okay, up, you know? okay, okay. That's what's up, man. Just a little foreshadow for the episode, y'all. You know, I've been, I've been. I went back to the gym, right? I've been back to the gym, and I, I went to the gym, and I was, I was shocked at. I got approached by an old, uh, older couple. Mm-hmm. Looked like they were in their fifties, mm-hmm. mid fifties. Um, you know, beautiful brown couple, and um, they came up to me, and it was, I, you know, I had my headphones on and stuff, so I feel the tap on my shoulder. I turn around, but like, hey, are you, hey, are you Randy Chu? Um, yes, I am 
Randy Chu. Who the heck are you? Oh, man, we we listen to your show all the time. Chu Radio, man. It's, it's amazing. It's great content. Keep going, young man. And his wife just smiling and bubbly, and I'm just like, wow, I can't go to the gym now. <laughs> you know what I mean? Clap, clap. Clap, clap. for the fans. That's what yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. No, old on, old people on, pulling, on. pulling muscles and fighting off writers, saying hi to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, shout out to them. I will smack your mother because you're, you're already a great, great. I can't. <laughs> now, speaking of the gym, I, I finally was able to uh, felt, you know, healthy enough to get back on the bicycle. Okay. So I got, I got a 20-mile ride in this week. 20 so miles? 20-mile ride. So 20, 20 miles. miles. 20 miles. Yeah, 20. You know what you need to do. Hold on, wait a minute. Hold on. I know what you're about to do. I'm about to show my screen. Go ahead. Put no, no, no. Button. You need you need to go to your <laughs> nearest Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> <laughs> Pass all the stands that got the the the, the Pepsi's and the and the candy. Walk past all the clothing. Mm-hmm. Go past electronics and make a left. Okay. It's a, it's a section called Sporting Good. That's where you buy bikes. Buy you a, buy, buy you a shotgun or a rifle and That's what we're trying to do to the fat. We try we try and shoot that fat off. We try Yeah, yeah, it. we try and shoot the fat off. We try and get my summer body, which I haven't had since I was born. So, you know, I've been working on that since creation. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Whoa. I, I woke up like this. Whoa. From the beginning, so. Listen, listen, so <laughs> Listen, so uh, let's talk part two. Um, we have a very, very special guest that's coming back on True Radio. She was on True Radio in season one, mm-hmm. twice, I believe, and it was so awesome to have such a powerful, dynamic. Uh, freedom, thought, provoking, strong, intelligent. I wouldn't classify her as a modern woman because of the way she carries and conducts herself. Mm-hmm. She's she's a woman that is modern, mm-hmm. but she doesn't act. Mm-hmm. Like modern women act. Mm-hmm. Very honorable woman. And ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, we want to introduce the world in season two of True Radio back to Penelope Jean Hey. Oh, you know, I'm just speaking facts. That's all. That's all. Whenever I sit down, I'm going to listen to that again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just clip it off and put it as a soundbite on your own show. And uh, every time someone gets to your nerves, just play that button and let them know how I feel. Yeah, you got to flex on them every now and then. You got to flex on them every now and then. So, Penelope, before we dive into any discussion or any talks or anything like that, I want you to promote everything you got going on right now before we even get into the discussion. The floor is yours. Well, I'll use the opportunity just to give a thousand feet up of kind of what I do for those who who don't know me yet. I'm a viral enologist, and that is that I study and research viral energy, and viral energy is contagious energy. And what's interesting is that all energy is actually contagious energy. So that's just one of the ways that energy works and moves, and that is that it's contagious, 
in mm -hmm. the environments around us and the people that we share time with. And so we want to really watch who we're hanging out with and what we're exposing ourselves to, the good, the bad, and the ugly, because that energy is contagious. And when we take that on, that affects our life and it affects even our companion abilities. Yeah, And, yeah. you know, how people respond to us based on kind of how we're vibrating, to put it in very simple terms. Yeah. So that's kind of what I do day in and day out. I founded the Viral Energy Institute down in Naples, Florida. Okay. And at the Institute, we have, we have students come to the Institute, guests come to the Institute for retreats, for one-on-one -on -one counseling and, and group, um, group sessions. And we also do online courses now, like everyone else during this time. Uh, <laughs> we bounced online for some of our stuff. So we're trying to get up to speed on more of those courses. And, and, and that's kind of it. And apart from that, I'm the author of 12 books. Two of them were bestsellers, and they just came out recently, actually. So there's still new releases, came out in 2020. And a bit of a drum roll, Randy. Uh, I've upgraded you to Dr. Grantastic now. Uh-oh. I'm the night V. Dr. Grantastic. <laughs> Dr. Grantastic. Don't put that energy out there. I ain't ready for that life. I'm also co-hosting what is a television show in production. So it's um, kind of a little bit of a secret project at the moment. So the next time I come back on with you, I'll be able to tell you more about that. I like and, that. The uh, next time she comes back, that's what I, I, like. I like. Yeah. That. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so that's going to be fun. And I'm going in, I think, three weeks to start filming, flying out to Arizona for the first location. So I will fill you in more about that down the road. And um, backstory again, for those who don't know me, I spent five years on camera for ABC News. I've been an expert guest for Dr. Phil and uh, many other national and international um, news programs and talk show programs. And that's just me shooting uh, my own horn, right? <laughs> no, that, that is you. Listen, so what, we, what, I've, what I've learned past year is that I will no longer not tell the truth about my accomplishments and who I am yes. to, to make other people comfortable. I'm that oh. guy. Oh. <laughs> I'm that guy. <laughs> but I think we all are, and I've had to learn that over the years, too. And yeah. So now, I'm, now I'm good at it, but the reason is, is because no one's going to do that but you. I mean, your yes. mom is not here. She's not going to do it, right? Yeah. Like, nobody is going to do that apart from your mother, your grandmother, no one is going to do that for us other than us. Yes. The bottom line is, is that we're all in the work of helping other people. Yes. And so when you're in this business and you kind of um, play modest, <laughs> it's not going to help anyone because no one knows who you are or what you do or how you might be able to help them or what your knowledge base is. So yeah. We could talk all night just on that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, and 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 I, I you know, I, I'm 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 surrounded by some good brothers who um, really love me. Got my got my best interest in their heart. They have the, they 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 are very uh, been pushing me for years to be like, look, stop degrading yourself or devaluing yourself to make other people comfortable. You're that guy, and so I accepted it in 2020, and um, I've been speaking my truth. Oh God, I can't believe I just said that. Let me rewind that. <laughs> Let me rewind that. 
Ho, 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 let me remember. That was an epic fail. Okay, anyway, I've been speaking the truth about myself um, since 2020. And um, I just want to say, Penelope, if you are what you are, then if people don't like it, then oh, well, they need to work on their own self-identity. So we all go through that. You know, my my story has started off not wanting to tell my backstory for many years. Mm, mm. I've gone through like the different sides of it at different points. Like whatever stage I was at in my life, um, kind of dictated which parts I wanted to hide. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because once I'm already successful, then what I didn't want people to know is where I came from, and then I was a runaway at 15 years old. Wow. Wow. The struggles that I had, because then I'm a homeless person, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm a person who's respected in my circles. I'm an authority in my field. And I teach and coach other people and write books. And so there's an image to uphold. Oh, my God. Do you see why I wanted to bring her back on? I see because we don't have to pull the conversation out of her. She comes with it. Okay, go ahead. I'm I'm sorry. I didn't yeah. mean to cut you off. Right. And so I went through that stage when I was on the cusp of kind of um, between, like, the success was coming. Things were going well. And I was starting to kind of build that reputation. That's that point that I was at. I was on that teeter, that cusp of, definitely wanted wanting to hide my past and you know there was a lot of stuff in my past and you can ask me anything we'll dive right into it and i mean i was suicidal i went through depression i had many failed relationships i was abused in one of my relationships to the point that i spent three weeks in a hospital i mean we'll get into it but these are the things that i was like i didn't want anybody that knew me from my past to come out and you know say anything yeah yeah i wanted to present myself um, more collected than that. And so I was in that stage where I thought that's what I had to do. And then I realized, and actually when I wrote this book, The Magic of Viral Energy, I put into this book. I have a copy of that. Yes, yes. I have a lot of stories from other people in the book, but I also laced it with a lot of my own stories. And the very first story, I start off this book, uh, I tell a story about being 15 years old and sleeping in the basement of a stripper's house. Wow. Who, who I wasn't even friends with. I ended up at her house that night. And then I didn't even know her. I, I was knew some, I was dating somebody that knew her and um, ended up sleeping on this basement floor. This is an unfinished basement, like no, no blanket, no pillow, nothing, 15 years old. And that was one of my first forays out of the house, sitting there on that cold basement floor rolled up my jacket and used it as a pillow and I was just thinking about home and you know what my mom made for dinner that night and it was um that's how I started this book and when I decided and, and when I first wrote it I didn't know if it would ever get published well of course it went bestseller yeah yeah and now you know lots of people have read it but when I wrote it I had to write it from the perspective of just being completely honest but when I did that and of course then it you go through stages. I went through these stages like, oh, no, this is going to get published. Oh, no. And my family hated it. And, um, you know, they had some things to say. I think one of the things was a Christian wouldn't write that book. Oh, God. It was hurtful. And I went forward anyway because I knew that I had to and I had a greater mission and I had to tell my story. And in doing that, the hypocrisy is strong in this one. So, so freeing. 
and I really did find that it was sharing my story with other people that they kept going, mm-hmm, me too. Yeah, yeah. You know how many yeah. people had problems at 15 years old? Yeah, yeah. Or left their house for a period of time during that age? Yeah. Or, you know, had this issue or that struggle or this thing with a boyfriend? And I realized that it was exactly created, propelled me into the next level. To the woman that, that you are that you are today. Yeah, and yeah. being completely honest with who I was. And I've gotten to the point now that I actually, I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I used to be so embarrassed of it. Yeah. I'm at the point where I'm proud yeah. of how far I've come. And, and that and I wouldn't take it back. You know, I am proud of that I survived that. Yeah. Yeah. And let's give a, let's give a round of applause for that one. Take Mavic. Take Mavic. Listen, so... We're in a talk series called Let's Talk Part 2, and I want to talk about energy, vibes, image, emotions when it comes to relationships with significant others, fathers, brotherhood, motherhood, sisterhood, friendship, the whole nine. But I want to break down three words real quick um, that will help us guide along this specific um discussion so the first word that i have that i want to break down is the word evaluation and i say this because a lot of people say that they are self-evaluators well let's break down what the word evaluation actually means i feel like this Um, is gonna hurt a lot of people yeah yeah um so i'm going to um Okay, here we go. Definition number one. Evaluation is an act of ascertaining or fixing the value or worth of something. I'm going to say that again. An evaluation is an act of ascertaining or fixing the value or worth of something. And that something is person, place, thing, whatever. Um, number two definition, the second definition, evaluation as an appraisal of the value of something. The appraisal of the value of something. Right there, I can just stop and tell that 90% of the people that say they self-evaluate don't. Anyway, let me just keep. Let me go on with my definitions and my stuff real quick. Let me just vibe real quick. In his bag. Grantastic. I didn't tell you this one. I just realized that I had this one. It's the word care. (laughs) Self care, right? Because everyone Mm -hmm. says self evaluate. Uh Everyone says self care. Mm -hmm. So I looked up the etymology of the word care. Comes from a Proto Germanic word. A germ pro is what they call it. Mm-hmm. Or a gym pro is what they call it, right? It means concern, complaint, lament, grievance, moan, worry, sorrow. We keep going down through the years. It means to worry about, to be concerned about, or it means to feel concern, affection, or interest. Okay. To grieve. 
<laughs> this is these are powerful terms. Okay, so the last one of the of of care is, um, it's a polite or a formal way to express your wants. That's that's <laughs> yeah. Um, it's to be mindful of, mm. to look after, to be concerned about, or to have a deep invested interest in. Oh my goodness! Okay. Can you read the last one? The deep what? Deep invested. The, one time? To be, to have a deep invested interest in or interest. I'm sorry, you know my ebonics take over me sometimes. Okay, cool. Um, now I got two more words I want to break down because I want my special guests and and my other hosts to get a whiff of where I'm trying to take this conversation. Those are listening by way of the live streaming stuff. You can write these words down too. What I'm going to do is I'm going to after the end of the show I'm going to post them in the comments. And even in the description of today's show, the etymology of the word and all that stuff, so everyone can understand that I'm an etymologist mm-hmm. and I'm not just uh, out here blabbling my mouth. Okay, anyway, let me go ahead. Um, the word challenge, because mm-hmm. we often hear in this trendy world, I'm challenging things, or I'm mm-hmm. challenging myself, mm-hmm. or I'm challenging the information you're presenting. So mm-hmm. let's break down the etymology of the word challenge. Do you know that in the early... 14th century that the word challenge actually meant this is the noun of the word challenge Mm -hmm. in the 14th century something one can be accused of a fault a blemish mid 14th century was a false accusation a malicious charge an accusation of wrongdoing or an act of laying claim (laughs) to something. Mm -hmm. Now, let's take it to the verb form Mm -hmm. of the word challenge. To rebuke, Mm -hmm. complain, protest, Haggle or quibble. And I'm not going to read the rest of it. You guys can study on your own. I'm just going to leave that there. And then the last word I'm going to go over. uh, Oh, hold up. The last one, the 14th century that actually carries on to today um, is to call to fight. To claim or to take as one's possession. That's powerful. Okay, last word, triumph. This is the last word, and then we're going to dive into the discussion. And as we dialogue in the discussion, you're going to understand why I wanted the etymology and the definition of these words. Triumph. Um, and also when I post them in the description, I'm going to cite the source or the website where I where you guys can research this on your own because everyone wants to fact check. Mm-hmm. Even though fact check is, is a website like everything else, like trueradio.net is a website, so mm-hmm. is fact check a website. So fact check hasn't been fact checked. 
Anyway, let me go ahead. Oh, man. Because I I talked about extraterrestrials one time, and fact check said I was lying, but I know I'm not lying because I used to work for the government, and that was declassified information. Anyway, going to sip my Folgers, and I'm going to keep talking. Triumph means success in battle or success in conquest. It also means a spiritual victory. It's a procession of celebrating victory in war, an achievement, a success. Um, It's a celebration that is aimed towards the victory of a general or an admiral. (laughs) This is, this is good stuff. Um, And I'm going to leave it at that. Okay, so we've had the etymology of the word challenge, triumph, care, and evaluation. Penelope Jean Hayes. I'm going to start the conversation off this discussion point. Energy. Everyone has it. Everyone is supposed to feel it, supposed to sense it, supposed to see it, supposed to be able to discern it. But through society and through conditioning and through other things, some of us has lost our ability to do those things that I just described. How much effect does energy have on relationships. In one way, it's really everything. So first, let's delineate that when we talk about energy, we're not talking about the stuff that powers the light. So (laughs) energy energy is the quantum unit that is us. So quantum Mm. meaning a measurement of. Mm. And that we all, you know, every person, every animal, every plant, everything has a quantum of energy. And some people could describe that as an aura. You've heard of the, the term an aura, and there are people that are very sensitive to senses beyond our five senses who can actually see the aura, yes. see the colors of the aura. But you don't need to visually see the colors of the aura to be able to sense the aura, because as you said, we all have abilities beyond our five senses. And in fact, they're, they're latent abilities now. If we go back in time thousands of years to our ancestors and First Nations peoples, they were very in tune with nature, but very in tune with all things energetic and and the the spirit body that we really are. And they were um, so in tune with these abilities that they had developed abilities that we have allowed to go dormant. Yes, yes. So we do have... Um, energy is something that we all sense. And so we know that in very simple terms, that when somebody walks into the room that has an attitude or they're in a bad mood, you can tell immediately through energy that there's, you know, something off and it just makes you feel like tense. You just get on edge immediately when that person walks into the room like that. Or conversely, someone could walk into the room in a great mood and full of joy and they're just that person that when they walk into that room or into that party, they just glow and they just, you know, bring you up. And even if you were feeling like a little bit like, eh, (laughs) 
you know, that person can just like bring you joy and invigorate your life. And so we know that. And what that is, is it's a very palpable thing. And that is energy. So energy is tangible, even though most of us do not see it. It is a very tangible thing. And it's actually precisely the influence that drives much of your life. It drives your relationships, mm. your employability, your earning potential, mm. um, companion ability, because, you know, you get that sense, like the example earlier, is this someone you want to spend time with, you want to be around or not, mm. and clients will feel that way. And so that's why this affects, you know, your work and even your earning potential based on things like that. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so the the how you always say that attitude is the atmosphere of your mind um because our ancestors used to think that the seat of our emotions was in our heart but really it's in our mind it's it's the intellect the the thoughts that provoke emotion mm-hmm. um and i like what you said penelope about um it's been laid dormant in some of us mm-hmm. um, and our ancestries, um, our ancestors, whether, you know, we have different descendants of ancestry and all that good stuff. We know that, but all of our ancestors at one point had the ability to, they had what I would call the X-Man gene mm-hmm. where they had certain abilities or powers that they could manifest Mm-hmm. that we today would get spooked out of because we watch too much television. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, But even just thinking being connected to nature, is yeah. like how yeah. disconnected are we from nature yeah. at this point? Yeah. You know, and um, uh, people really uh, underestimate the power of being connected to nature, to being connected uh, to, to the earth. Um, and just like those valuable things of what like, people used to say, like, take time to just walk on the grass with barefoot to just be connected to the earth. And, you know, people are like, but, you know, it's yeah. certain things you're trained and conditioned about, like, we don't do that now. It's like you, you that's, you need to be connected to nature. Yeah. And it, it almost in a sense used to reset your magnetic field. Yes. Um, grounding yourself. Exactly. The grounding. Earth. Yes. And which is why people who are what we classify as from the country are mm-hmm. stronger mm-hmm. than city people naturally is because they're connected more naturally to the environment, the atmosphere. Didn't didn't you have you wanted to say something to Penelope? You have a question or a, a discussion point you want to throw out? Oh, were you there? Okay. No. Um, and just kind of along this line of talking about like the energy. Um. One question I had, especially because I, I missed you the first season. I wasn't on board at that point, um, so I, I really do regret it. But I had to catch up, so I was, like, watching things on, on YouTube and, and your podcast. So I had to catch up a little bit. Um, but one question that I had in this in, now in this particular part of society where we are, do you think, like, people are confusing the, – because the term energy is, I mean, just flooded, just everywhere, right? But do you think people are confusing their energy – with what an image that they're trying to like portray to the world, like via like social media, right? Like Instagram, Facebook, but people are like, are they confusing what their real energy is opposed to this image that they're putting out or is it connected? Like, what do you think? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, social media is a great tool when used properly and it is a crutch when hiding behind the image that, a lot of us create 
And I think that we all can be grouped into that at some point. And, you know, I watch what I put on my Instagram too. And that's also my prerogative. So mm-hmm. it's too, you know, we have to use common sense. We have to, you know, start reigniting our common sense because I think a lot of people think that social media should be this sort of Kardashian type. You know, you're going to be filming it. You're going to be putting it on your social media. So what works for them and not to bash them, not to Kardashian bash them, (laughs) what works for them is not necessarily what should be emulated for most people. Mm -hmm. And um, Mm. another word that's really overused is authenticity. So Mm. that's a tough one because now authenticity has been utilized as another, you know, front. Yes. Yes. Oh, I'm so authentic and everything's authentic. But what they're really just doing is verbal diarrhea-ing, you know, every single thing that they're doing. Yeah. And they think that, that that's authenticity, but it's not, you know, authenticity, you'll know it. And, 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 And authenticity has a sense of wisdom and discretion to it as well. Like it often, authenticity knows when, what environment to spit specific truths in mm-hmm. um, and knows how to guard guard itself. Mm-hmm. And, you know, because everyone doesn't deserve to know a hundred percent of you mm-hmm. because right. then, then, then what's the point of me saying that I'm special to you yeah. or that I belong to you. If everyone else has, is, is privy to the same access of you than, mm-hmm. <laughs> that I have, yep. you know what I mean? And so exactly. I, um, Go ahead. To your point, fantastic. I think that a lot of people see those social media accounts and they're envious or think that their life should be like that. So mm-hmm. when the social media is just perfect and, you know, they have color-coordinated palettes on their Instagram, mm-hmm. and everything, you know, has to be these colors or it just doesn't, it's not going to go on the puzzle. Mm-hmm. Other people that are really impressionable that makes them think that they should have that life too and, Obviously, this is, you know, very damaging. So there's a lot to talk about there with social media. But I also wanted to return to your point about nature. And this cannot be overstated, that we have departed from nature to the point of being extremely detrimental to ourselves. And that if we can reconnect with nature, we're going to open up portals of our abilities We've dumbed ourselves down, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So let's think of it this way. So energy works by osmosis. And osmosis is a process by which molecules move from an area of high concentration to an area of low concentration through a semi-permeable membrane until the concentrations are equal on both sides. So an example that I can give you is if you took a, a balloon, like a water balloon, but it was a hot water balloon, and you threw it into a cold swimming pool. So the cold swimming pool is the larger concentration of water, and it's cool. So what's going to happen with the temperature inside the balloon? Mm. It's going to synchronize or Mm -hmm. become homeostasis Mm -hmm. with the same temperature as the swimming pool. So that's you in nature. So little old you goes out into nature, and the larger concentration of energy is the forest. Mm-hmm. and it will win. So nature is already vibrating perfectly, and that's what nature gets to do because it doesn't have the free will to make choices yeah. with our natural self. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Right? Yeah. So nature is already doing it, and so the forest is vibrating perfectly. 
So if we do nature immersion, we go, now they call it forest bathing. It wasn't called forest bathing 20 years ago when I started sitting in nature. We didn't have a word for it. Oh, God. Uh, people are catching on that it's very therapeutic. And if you do spend time in nature, let's say you're out there for three hours, you will feel different. Now, you do that every day if you can. Or yeah. as you said, just take your shoes and your socks off and get your feet planted in the earth. You know, the four elements each have their own modalities. So, you know, earth is grounding, wind is exciting. You know, the television show, The Bachelor, they always got them jumping out of an airplane, mm-hmm. bungee jumping, and they always end up getting engaged to the one that they had this adrenaline experience with, this yeah. experience that has something to do with wind because they're, it's exhilarating and those endorphins actually bond them. So they know that they know on this show the psychology of how that element of wind actually works. It's amazing all of the things built in to our society that we don't even realize. But yes. Sounding, wind is exciting. Fire, flames create passion. And water conducts inspired thought. Mm-hmm. So if you want to tap into that knowledge base beyond yourself, maybe you could call it your higher self, you, you probably would get ideas just in the shower. I do. Yeah, oh no, that's facts. You know, yeah. a river or a babbling brook or like a water, put a, like a fountain on your desk mm-hmm. or take a shower and be prepared because you could have a pen and paper outside the shower right on the counter mm-hmm. and, you know, start getting ideas to so contemplate something while you're in the shower. Go in there with intention. Yeah. Contemplate mm-hmm. whatever the issue is, the problem is, the issue with your partner, your relationship, your friendship. And that water, it actually has something to do with the ions, probably too much to explain right now. But it actually conducts thought, which is just energy. Yes. And, you know, it's fascinating you say that because the past two months I've been finding myself sitting in my backyard more than I normally would. Mm -hmm. Um, I even, you know, let the kids rip and run and stuff and dog and all that. But it's something about sitting outside and just soaking in the sun that brings a level of serenity to me, mm-hmm. especially with, yes, it is, especially with all the stuff that I have going on in life and that I'm doing, helping people and things like that. It's just like a moment of, <sighs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all that has been said, how could we define, this goes out to you, Penelope and Mr. Grantastic. How can we, define what self-evaluation really is. Mm. Oh. That's a good one. We're both going, who's going to go first? <laughs> <laughs> no, though I, I'll say self-evaluation. Yeah, go ahead. The one thing that stood out to me when we were breaking that down was the appraisal part, right? Okay. Like, I'm just saying to me, like, a lot of it really did um, or fixing on a value of something, but, like, the appraisal Right. Mm-hmm. So imagine as if when I heard when I saw that I heard that I thought of myself as being like a temple and like I'm going in to appraise this place that I'm in, like this this yeah. person of who it is. Um, but you're gonna have to point out like the good and the bad, right? Yeah. Like if there's some mold somewhere, you can't just say, Yo, let's just paint that over. They won't know about it. They'll never know. <laughs> they won't see it. Wow. Um, but wow. that's what when like evaluation. So when we when people are like, yeah, I'm always the self evaluating. It's like, but if you find the black mold, what do you do at that point, kind of stuff. So that's why the appraisal stuck out to me because it, it's more or less of just 
you know, just going, looking at the bad is also looking at the positive as well. Mm-hmm. That's why a lot of people who, uh, you know, been, I, I don't know, somehow I became like some online dating, like, advisor. I don't know. Like, I met my wife <laughs> online. We got married. And now, like, a lot of her friends who are dating online, they're like, so how'd you do it? Blah, 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 this and that. But the one thing I've been telling people, I'm like, if you want to actually, like, do some evaluation, the simple, quick tool, do a pros and cons right. list about yourself. Like, I don't know, like, do that. Like, start there of a more or less of, like, really looking at the great things and the, and the not-so-good things. Because I had to do that for myself. I had, to find, I had to find the essence of who Mr. Grantastic was and also identify some things I wasn't, and I can not be uh, distracted by that and push that aside. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I like that. One of the things I tell my clients is when you're – so you're talking about self-evaluation, and in the work that we do, we actually have a program. We call it auditing, mm-hmm. auditing your life. So you're going to kind of like put it all out on the dust and look at everything. But what I tell my clients is to look at all of the different areas of your life because we sometimes don't think that we have these different areas. So um, I have broken it out into seven areas. Let's see if I can remember them. But Hold on. We're about to take notes, y'all. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. We're about to take these notes. Go ahead occupational so how are you doing in your occupational life how happy are you there's vocational which is different than occupation sometimes you don't get paid for your vocation some people are musicians and they're just doing it for fun or they're a writer so you want to look at that or are you doing anything that feeds the vocation the passion what you think you came to this world to do and then there's spiritual you know what are you doing to feed your soul Mm. And then what could you do? Would you make some bullet points under each of those things? How do you feel if you were to audit your spiritual life? Where are you from one to 10? And what could you add? Would that just be yoga? Would it be meditation? Would it be, you know, prayer is asking and meditation is, you know, being open to listening for answers. So what are you doing on both sides of that to feed your spiritual life? There's also physical. So do you have something in your life that is, um, you know, exercise-based or, or physical in some way, because you can't just look after these things and not this thing. So we always have to have balance. And if we don't have balance energetically, things are really off. So if you're sitting there scratching your head going like, you know, something's wrong, I don't really feel joyful on a regular basis, um, I want to, you know, evaluate my life. You know, be, be sure that you're looking at everything because you can't just sit on the couch and not, you know, look after one of those sides of yourself. And then, of course, there's also mental. And so the mental could be what are you doing to stimulate your mind? Are you reading some of the books that Randy's recommended? You know, what are you doing to, um, to always expand? And expansion is obviously the opposite of shrinking. So at some point in the life cycle, people start to shrink. So maybe when they retire and then their life gets smaller and now they're, you know, they sell their house to go into a condo and that's okay. That's part of the life cycle. But this is like um, a shrinking of the physical in order to put that energy to spiritual things as we transition to the next life. But ultimately what people really want to do, especially our age is they want to be expanding. So how can you expand your, you know, always be learning. Like, what can you do? Can you learn a new language? What might you want to do? Um, so I haven't been counting, but there's um, occupational, vocational, spiritual, physical, mental, mm-hmm. and so that's six. There's emotional, emotional. 
So what are you doing for your emotional health? So I would just recommend that people when they are self-evaluating or auditing that they really look at all of those different areas, kind of like a wheel and say like, where is there a deficit and then do something about it. And then I would just say that when people self-evaluate, we do a lot of self-evaluating these days. It's kind of trendy to self-evaluate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that we can get caught in, um, I know someone, (laughs) I have a cousin, so I write about a lot in my book because she's just a hot mess. I mean, I love her, but she's just that girl. She's the hot mess. She has been self-evaluating for, I mean, it's got to be 20 years. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has a counselor. That's the counselor. And, you know, I try to help her. So I finally realized after many years, I finally realized that, you know, she likes it. She likes to self-evaluate, but she's not taking action. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, that was that. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go keep yeah, going. Just pause on that for a minute with a big drum roll because that's the thing. Like we can self-evaluate, and and then she does. I'm gonna have to use her as an example, and she wouldn't mind. I'll even send her this. But sorry, guys. She self-evaluates so much that she it's become a habit that she actually likes. So it's the friend, you know. She whether it's but, you know. But Penelope, you know. Yeah. I I I'm glad you said that because remember. The, and, and for the listening audience and those who want to chime in, the number of dollars, 516-531-9828, 516-531-9828. You know, remember the, I'm going to read the first definition of evaluation, and mm-hmm. I want everyone to remember what Penelope just said because it's so key mm-hmm. when she said that she's always her, her cousin is always thinking on herself mm-hmm. but never putting in any action. Mm-hmm. The first definition is of evaluation is an act of ascertaining or fixing the value or worth of something. Mm-hmm. So in other words, we have been told that self-evaluation is just to stop, think about yourself, put everything on paper, what are you, you know, your good, your bad, and that's self-evaluation. What Penelope is trying to tell us, based and even based upon the, the definition, is that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True self-evaluation means that you're going to act or do something to fix the value that you're at at the current moment and raise it, mm-hmm. which means you have to challenge yourself, mm-hmm. which means you have to be real with yourself, yep. not the image you have on social media. Or that you give to everyone else. You have to be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. And then you have to begin the process of fixing things. Without putting it in the comments of the picture that you took while you were self-evaluating. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I can see that. I'm just like, oh, man, let me self-evaluate. Yeah. It's like, I'm just going to get better one of these days. Like, that's that's really where it is. Yeah. Like, I see a yeah. Lot. Or it's just a selfie without, a, like, no filter. Yeah. Well, you know, that hasn't accomplished anything. You really do have to put in the sweat equity. You do. Yeah, exactly. Think of it like a house. Let's say you buy a house, whatever it was, $300,000, and now you're going to make some home improvements. So you evaluate what the house needs. Okay, we're going to take down this wall. We're going to make an open concept. We're Mm. going to bring in fresh circulation and fresh air in this space. We're going to 
um, not just the pretty flowers around the house, but we're really going to, you know, fix the issue with the pipe, mm-hmm. whatever's going on. And now after we've put in the blood, sweat, and tears and the sweat equity to fix this house, we're going to have it reevaluated. Mm-hmm. So now the appraisal goes up. So now the $300,000 is worth more. Mm-hmm. And now maybe you have an investment of $400,000. But that's the difference. So you can, you know, just put lipstick on it and not really do anything. Make it look a certain way mm-hmm. on social media without truly putting in the work. But you know who this affects? Not them. Not the viewers of your social media. This only affects you. This is your life, baby. Right. Right. So does it say something to the fact of that? And again, I don't, I don't know. I'm just kind of coming from left field for this one. Because we're talking about like the appraisal route, right? Are people actually honest with their worth, even at the beginning of the self-evaluation? I, because, and I'm asking this like for real because I think when people like in right now when they're like I'm doing my self-evaluation, they is it possible people kind of already think that they're at a three thousand three hundred thousand dollar home when they're really like just the one hundred fifty k, and they're like. Is like is that a problem if you you can't grasp that at first? That's my question. Like, if you can't really even figure out where you are at the beginning of the appraisal, is that a problem, or you just got to get in there to start doing the work? Yeah, well, let's look at relationships. So a lot of people are, you know, they think, oh, you know, I want this guy that's like, you know, just this ten, this everything, and it doesn't mean that you're not a ten, but look at are you on level with this person. Mm-hmm. So, hold on. I, I need you to repeat that one more time. Yeah, yeah. Hold yeah, on. Oh, Penelope. You, you, you got to repeat, repeat that one more time. Bring, bring that one back. Bring that one back. Bring that one, back. Bring that one all the way back. All the way back. <laughs> Hit that rewind. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> the water? Yeah. The water will always seek its own level. It's just a fact. So if you had a waterfall, if you, you put up a dam, this water, this tremendous pressure will always search for itself, will always search for its own level, and it will bust through that dam, and it will go down rivers and mountains to seek its own level, and that's us. So you can't hide from who you are and what your, what your level is. Sometimes I tell clients, like, if you want to know if we're going to look at dating again, if you want to know what your level currently is, it may not be what you want, but what it currently is, look at, like, the past five people that you dated. Oh. Oh. All right. Wow. Again, you keep finding her again. So you may think like I just, you know, spent three months with this person because I'm throwing them a bone, or because I don't know, I was wasting time. No, this is this is your level. So she belongs to the street. And you're always going to continue to seek your own level. So what you have to do is you have to elevate yourself. So I call that leveling up. Yeah. So in the realm of energy, there's there's seven levels of energy. And I've given them names because they're easily understood, these names. So if you think of energy, and so this is just us. So when I talk about energy, you're a unit of energy yourself. So mm-hmm. we're talking about all of us. So that there are seven levels of this energy. And if you could, you can imagine like seven rivers stacked one on top of the next, mm-hmm. or like think of like a, a layer cake, how there's levels to the layers. So these are rivers. So people always say this, 
You know, you got to be in the flow. You got to be in the flow. Well, wait a minute. What flow are you in? Yeah, you have to be in the flow, but you already are in a flow. Yes. What flow are you in? So the bottom flow is called health. Okay, the flow above that, and these are energy levels. Okay, when I said water will always seek its own level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Above indifference is the level called wanting. Mm. Above wanting is awareness. Above awareness is creation. And then there's heaven. Well, these are just names that describe what's going on in there. So you could be saying to yourself, like, but I want this partner that, you know, this, and you list all the things and the pros and cons. You list, like, the list of things you're looking for in your soulmate, and that person is in the flow probably somewhere up here in creation. But look at what's going on in your own life. Like, you know, all of the things that are going on, like you're having, like, issues with a girlfriend. It's like a jealousy issue. You're having problems over here at work. Well, all of those descriptions are in this level, maybe it's called wanting. And so you're not on level with that person. So what you need to do is level up, and we do that energetically. Whew. Oof, my goodness. You know, this is this is why we love Penelope on True Radio, is because it's easy to have a conversation with her, not because, not because we like to talk about what people do wrong or what we do wrong. But we, but if you listen to the words that we're saying, we, we like to bring solutions. We're bringing solutions right now to your people's current life. Like right now, everything, everyone wants, everyone is in this either I'm going to live my best life or I want to find my significant other. There's no one actually it's not trendy to really put in the work to work on self. And if you work on self, your significant other and your best life will just come to you at the same time, actually. Uh, yeah. Cause you'll flow with it. That water. Don't get me started. Penelope. Oh my goodness. <laughs> See, I'm learning. I'm learning. I'm learning. Yeah. So, Talk to her. I know, about. It, it is. She just um, brings the best out of me. I just don't know what to do with myself. I feel the water. You feel the water. I feel the water. But I, that was one of my questions. Was was about that of like moving in the different levels? Because I guess in my mind, I'm I'm thinking of like like leveling up, kind of how like you had it like you know laid out. But I guess from what I'm hearing, it's not necessarily about if you you got to master something to get to the next level. You kind of just no. Okay, you just. You choose and get into and get into that space. So, in other words, let me be ignorant for a moment. Oh, in other no, words, gosh. who knows where this is about to go? <laughs> in other words, as my big brother Zoe Williams says, 
Relationships is a reflection of you. Not the individual, mm-hmm. but the actual relationship itself is literally a reflection of you. Mm-hmm. You have things inside of you that you need to work on that the relationship is presenting a case for you to actually work on. Mm-hmm. And, and what we have today, and my father talked about it a couple of days ago, yesterday, is we like to just cut people off. Mm-hmm. We like to just cancel people out of our life instead of accepting the challenge. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh, here's that word again. Mm-hmm. Accepting the challenge of someone who is rubbing us the wrong way. Mm-hmm. You know, what I learned about just sitting out in my backyard, Penelope, is that when I got back into the routine of doing it, not on a daily basis, but I at least do it once a week, is that at first it was awkward. It was different. It was a challenge. I don't want to put my feet on the dirt and this grass. There's ants. There could be any type of bugs. Mm -hmm. It could be dog poop out here. It could be anything. But as I subjected those thoughts that were trying to bind me in fear, and I just felt free to just lay my feet, boom, Mm -hmm. right there, I realized that conquering fear is the first step to realigning the energy that you're supposed to possess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I did I did did I spark something? Go ahead. I don't want no, to cut you off. You absolutely did because I think we're coming full circle to the beginning here. So talking about how energy is the basis of what we are. Yeah. And yes. how we can live without food for days. We can live without water for a period of time also. We can live without food for weeks, without water for days. We can even live without oxygen for a minute. But we cannot live without this energy vibration that is us for a nanosecond. Mm. And that's why we crave it so badly. This is why we want it so badly. So it's, it's extremely important that we, you know, refuel ourselves and rejuvenate ourselves and um, what you're talking about with nature is, is one way it's extremely important. It's also important that we, and I think this is where we round back to how we started, that we own who we are. That yes. We not, that we not negate who we are, that we not deny who we are. Because one of the things, too, like energy, okay, there's meditation, there's forest bathing, but one of those modalities, too, is to be able to be okay with the respect that you deserve as a person. And so when you have those people that would otherwise be cut out because it's easier actually just to cut them out, sometimes it's necessary. But for the most part, you know, what are you going to do with it? Are you going to continue to have this test failed? Or can you use these amazing words that are just so great? And that is, I do not accept that. Mm. Mm. It's really handy, and that is very empowering to yourself. So let's say, and sometimes it's always a relative, and maybe it's that relative that always wants to bring you down. It's called undermining. 
or if someone who's jealous of you, it's a friend and they're a great friend, but they struggle with being jealous of you for some reason. Mm. So they're mm. undermining you. It's a castle term from way back when where they used to go under the castle wall, dig under, and then the whole thing was called that's called undermining. That's where that word comes from. People will try to do that all the time. And yes. It's not because they're bad people, it's because they're you know, they're they're deficient in some way in that energy source, that personal power that you have to have or you will die. And they need it so badly that they want to take yours. And instead of cutting them out, you can say, I do not accept that. Yeah. They undermine you. They call you. They're trying to put place judgment on you in some way. You can simply say, I do not accept that. And that's so powerful you said that. I know I just cut you off. No, I didn't think. Yeah, oh, okay. yeah. um, that's so powerful you said that because literally um, I know that a large amount of people – are drawn to me because my energy heals them. And um, they may not even understand that they may need the healing at that moment. But I do. I know that 90% of the relationships I have around me are transactional in that, in that regard. I know you're needing something that I possess. Um, and so... Um, my value in your eyes is only great because you have a need. But once that need begins to be fed or that healing process begins, the value of who I am in your life begins to depreciate. Mm -hmm. And so I understand that. So I don't hold people accountable for them treating me a certain way no longer because I understand my role in their life now. Um, and that's because I have self-identity. I evaluated myself. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? So there are people that can come into your life and that can that are needed to draw from your energy certain things. Mm -hmm. But what happens is for people like me and people like Penelope is sometimes we because of our nature we get attached. And then if we're not careful, we can get damaged when that person, when we're supposed to let that person go, mm -hmm. we hold on. And the whole undermining, like she was saying, and the whole um, envy and the strife mm -hmm. and the defaming of who you are, and those things begin to take place because in all actuality, they don't understand the cry of their own soul. Yeah. And what they really need. And I think that's powerful, man. I think if people really take hold of what we've been talking about, then it, it'll help you not lash out at people. And it's commonplace in today's society to want to lash out and want to be, and, oh, I felt disrespected. Let me disrespect them back or mm -hmm. let me get my point across and things like that. But if we really take time to evaluate ourselves, who we are, to get a concept of our viral energy and if you don't then go to penelopejeanhays.com mm -hmm. and figure it out um, contact her because I'm not going to help you she's going to help you mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't have the time she does her time costs mm -hmm. money is time time mm -hmm. is money exactly. pay the woman she deserves it mm -hmm. but anyway cop as that a, book too. yeah right. cop that book because <laughs> I definitely got the book I don't know about nobody else I got the book but um in fact, when COVID and stuff, uh, well, whenever this stuff is 
kind of died down it even more. I even plan on flying Penelope out to have like an in-person kind of like conference type of setting. I'm going to have a weekend conference setting okay. where, where we're going to talk about like relationships and energy and self-evaluation and things like that. So I'm going to have multiple speakers come out. I'm going to plan it. Mm-hmm. Um, I already got the venue in mind. I already know the manager of the hotel. I'm trying to get everything played out so it's it's gonna be great and penelope is definitely gonna online be dating as well there's a lot yeah of yeah no like that, online, that's we're like it's online about all realm, what i'm realizing so now. Yeah. we're gonna we're gonna have yeah so penelope i know i know i i gotta let you go but before i do just let me get this out real quick so with this conference that i'm gonna be planning it's gonna be individual workshop each speaker is gonna have their workshops on that saturday morning mm-hmm. they'll have their workshops through that evening Saturday night, we're going to have um, what I call the final. So that, that it's going to be Friday, Saturday, um, and then Sunday, everyone can leave. Mm-hmm. So that Friday, everyone comes in. We're going to have a nice dinner that Friday night, music, dance, the whole night. Saturday's the workshops. And then Saturday evening, we're going to have a panel discussion with all the speakers. And we're going to have an hour allotted for Q&A. Okay. So I'm looking for people that's going to help uh, pay for people. Um, you know, I, I need funding. I need all the whole nine. But I, I, I got pretty much some of the money already. But I just, I just, I'm planning that all out. And Penelope's definitely going to be a part of it. And you have to, you have to, in the package that I'm presenting, you have to buy at least one book from each author that's going to be there. Um, and so anyway, but Penelope has definitely made that cut. She's definitely going to be back on True Radio for in, in, in season two, mm-hmm. because we got to continue this dialogue, no, this definitely. discussion, because she dropped some gems that really, she dropped like five, six things that could have been entire episodes Yeah. <laughs> that I, I want to be respectful of her time and, and, and things like that. So Penelope, uh, if Mr. Grantastic don't have anything else to add to or say to, then after he's finished, then please plug everything, your website, um, and everything else you got going on, and then we'll let you go. We'll go into our quick commercial break and do our thing. Mm-hmm. Also, Penelope, if you need an uh, extra for that, for that, what you're filming, let me know. I'll fly out. Oh, please do, yes. Oh, no. Oh, oh, you got to fly me out. Uh, okay, yeah. please do. We'll talk, yeah, for sure. Okay, we're fantastic. No, I just definitely appreciate having this dialogue with you. Um, this has been a really a wonderful learning experience. Um, so I'll say, um, even as I'm learning from you, I'm also kind of things are kind of getting confirmed as well. So I really do appreciate this conversation. And man, because this is definitely powerful, man. Like I, I feel like right now I'm just gonna go back into nature right now and go meditate and and get connected and and really uh assign my get my make sure that my energy, the space that I am, I'm going to kind of conquer it and take that um, and own on that. So I really do appreciate the dialogue, and uh, this was wonderful. Thank you. You're wonderful. Oh, thank you. Mr. Grant Halsic, yes. you're absolutely wonderful. Thank you. No problem. No problem. Thank you. So, Penelope, please plug in everything that you're doing. Sure. Well, we've already mentioned the TV show very briefly, so if anyone wants to check it out, just go to Truth is the next frontier.com truth is the next frontier.com and you will see a little overview of what we have going on there 
my website, which everything is linked through my website. You can just go to PenelopeJeanHayes.com. And if you're looking for a little advice on your viral energy and your relationships, do get this book. I have 12. This is my favorite, The Magic of Viral Energy. So for the bargain price of whatever a book costs, you can get loads of advice without paying my high fees. <laughs> so get the book. I love you, Randy. I'm going to call you Dr. Chu now because when, when patients come to their doctor, they come for a period of time. And when they get better, they're gone. Yes, yes. I appreciate that. Yes. Listen, Penelope Jean Hayes, we thank you so much for blessing Chu Radio with your presence again. And we're going to let you go. So enjoy the rest of your evening, night, wherever you're at. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, and thank you. I'll be in touch. Uh, for sure. Thanks, All right. See oh, you. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Ladies and gentlemen, listen, as we let Penelope go, we're going to take a quick 2.2-minute break. And when we get back, we are going to have our close-off of this discussion. It's your boy, Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. And we'll be right back after this quick 22 It's coming, it's coming, it's coming. Ladies and gentlemen, this time around, the revolution will not be televised. Woo! When I was sleeping on the train, sleeping on leather roll lab out in the rain, without even a single slice of pizza to my name, too proud to beg for change, mastering the pain, when New York niggas was calling southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slang, I used to get dizzy spells, hear a little ring, the voice of an angel telling me my name. Telling me that one day I'ma be a great name Transforming with the Megatron doll Sitting out flame Eating whack rappers alive Sitting out chains I ain't believe it then Nigga I was homeless uh-huh. Fighting, shooting dice Smoking weed on the corners Trying to find the meaning of life In the corona Till the five percenters Rolled up on the nigga And informed them You either build or destroy Where you come from The Mac know your projects In the third ward Slum, hum It's quite amazing that you rhyme How you do and that you shine Like you grew up in the shrine in Peru Question 14 Muslim left me too Dip diver Civilizer 85er I make the devil hit his knees And say to our father Abracadabra You rocking with the true and living Shout out the lights out Joseph I Chewy Bivens Shout out the Baltimore Baton Rouge My cool Richmond Why y'all debating Who the truth was Like Jews and Christians I was on B2B Raw Street Master North Philly South Philly 23rd Pastor Six miles Seven miles Hartwell, Rashid, when niggas really would pack a U-Haul truck up. Put the high beams on, drive up on the curb at a barbecue and hop up out the back like, what's up? Kill a nigga, rob a nigga, take a nigga, bust up. That's why when you talk that tough talk, I never feel you. You sound real good and you play the part well, but the energy you're giving off is so unfamiliar. 
I'll kill you. We need something realer. Hit me up on the phone, said what you waiting on Tip hit me up with a twist, said what you waiting on Diddy send his text every hour on the dot Saying when you gon' drop that first nigga you taking long So now I'm back picking that he could pass the polygraph That Reverend Run rocking the Zetas out on Hollis ass The FOI Marcus Garvey, Nikki Tesla I shot you like an ill electric field, Jay Electra Oh my God! They call me Jay Electronica Fuck that. Call me J-Elect Hanukkah, J-Elect Yamaka, J-Elect Tramadon, Muhammad Asalamaka, Rasulullah Subhanahu wa ta'ala through the monitor. My OG still weigh a ton, check the barometer. I'm hotter than the motherfucking sun, check the thermometer. I'm bringing ancient mathematics back to modern man. Familiar. I don't feel you. We need something realer. Hit me up on the phone, said what you waiting on Tip hit me up with a twist, said what you waiting on Diddy send his text every hour on the dot Saying when you gon' drop that first nigga you taking long So now I'm back picking that he could pass the polygraph That Reverend Run rocking the Zetas out on Hollis ass The FOI Marcus Garvey, Nikki Tesla I shot you like an ill electric field, Jay Electra Oh my God, They call me Jay Electronica Fuck that. Call me J-Elect Hanukkah, J-Elect Yamaka, J-Elect Tramadon, Muhammad Asalamaka, Rasulullah Subhanahu wa ta'ala through the monitor. My OG still weigh a ton, check the barometer. I'm hotter than the motherfucking sun, check the thermometer. I'm bringing ancient mathematics back to modern man. My mama told me never throw a stone and hide your hand. I got a lot of family, you got a lot of fans. That's why the people got my back like the Verizon man. I play the back and fade the black and then devise a plan. Out in London, smoking, vibing while I ride the tram. Giving out that raw food to lions the size as lambs. And by the time they get their feet tight and deploy all their henchmen to come at me from the treetops, I'm chilling out at Tree Stop, building by the million. My light is brilliant. Oh! I rest my case. Oh, Lord. Act three. First chapter of the end. The last chapter of the new beginning. It's a show. Ladies and gentlemen, this time around, the revolution will not be televised. As we proceed to give you what you need, oh, nine bucks, get live, ladies and gentlemen, of the court. And the hero again is the inmate of hip hop versus electronic. When I was sleeping on the train, sleeping on Mesorol Lab out in the rain, without even a single slice of pizza to my name, too proud to beg for change, mastering the pain, when New York niggas was calling Southern rappers lame, but then Jack and I slang, I used to get dizzy spells, hear a little rain, the voice of an angel telling me my name. Telling me that one day I'ma be a great name Transforming with the Megatron doll Sitting out flames Eating whack rappers alive Sitting out chains I ain't believe it then Nigga I was homeless Fighting, shooting dice Smoking weed on the corners Trying to find the meaning of life In the corona Till the 5%ers rolled up on the nigga And informed him 
You either build or destroy where you come from. The Mac know your projects in the third world slum, hung. Huh? It's quite amazing that you rhyme how you do and that you shine like you grew up in the shrine in Peru. Question 14, look from lesson two. Discover, civilizer 85er. I make the devil hit his knees and say to our father, Abracadabra, you rocking with the true and living. Shout out the lights out, Josephine, Chewy Bivens. Shout out the Baltimore, Baton Rouge, my cool and Richmond. Why y'all debating who the truth was like Jews and Christians? I was on C2B, Raw Street, Master, North Philly, South Philly, 23rd, Pastor, Six Mile, Seven Mile, Hartwell, Rasher. The niggas really were packing you hard truck up. Put the high beams on, drive up on the curb at a barbecue and hop up out the back like, what's up? Kill a nigga, rob a nigga, take a nigga, bust up. That's why when you talk that tough talk, I never feel you. You sound real good and you play the part well, but the energy you giving off is so unfamiliar. I don't feel you. We need something realer. Hit me up on the phone, say what you waiting on Tip hit me up with a twist, say what you waiting on Diddy send his text every hour on the dot Saying when you gonna drop that first nigga you taking long So now I'm back spitting that he could pass the polygraph That Reverend Run rocking the beat is out on Hollis ass That FOI Marcus Garvey, Nikki Tesla I shot you like an ill electric field, J Electra Oh my God, They call me J Electronica Fuck that. Call me J-Elect Hanukkah, J-Elect Yamaka, J-Elect Tramadon, Muhammad Asalamaka, Rasulullah Subhanawata, Allah Suzumanita. My Uzi still weigh a ton, check the barometer. I'm hotter than the motherfucking sun, check the thermometer. I'm bringing ancient mathematics back to modern man. My mama told me never throw a stone and hide your hand. I got a lot of family, you got a lot of fans. That's why the people got my back like the Verizon man. I play the back and face the black and then devise a plan. Out in London, smoking, vibing while I ride the tram. Giving out that raw food to lions disguised as lambs. And by the time they get their feet tight and deploy all their henchmen to come at me from the treetop, I'm chilling out at three stops, building by the million. My light is brilliant. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Two Electronica. <laughs> you better plug in. It's Two Electronica, man. You know what I mean? Anyway, it's your boy, Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chew on that. And um, I'm here with my other host. It's your boy, Mr. Fantastic, a.k.a. The Professor, a.k.a. Negro. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold up. Hear ye, hear ye. Hear ye. We... We have been dubbed by by the great Penelope as doctors. Oh, you're right. So I am Dr. Randy Chu. We got to change the banner, my fault. Yeah, so so it's Dr. Randy Chu and Mm -hmm. Dr. Grantastic. Dr. Grantastic. And we we have been dubbed by the great viral energyologist, virinologist. 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 Virinologist, it's real. It's real. In we just created that word. Virinologist. Penelope, the virinologist. Who raised you? Yeah, man. I just want to say that the first this this show was up uh, was fire. 
Let's talk part two. This joint was some hot monkey lava. Uh, I just felt like that was appropriate. Yeah, and and and, and I just want to say, man, thank you again to Penelope Jean Hayes. Give her a round of applause yeah. for just coming on the show, Dagnab. Just coming on the show, um, and and she's always dropping jewels here. I love her work. Um, I love who she is as a person. She's a great person, man, you know. Um, anyway, the discussion we had was very, very powerful. Dr. Grantastic, what did you think? No, I, I thought it was. I thought it was uh, very powerful. I, I I love when we break down the terminology. Mm-hmm. I, because now is now we have something that you can't just, use Waverly. Like, you have to actually use it by this definition in the context. Yeah. So, like, and, we, and we're going to continue this conversation. So, now I feel like there's a there's an argument now. And, yeah. Because uh, and we, we started all talking about this evaluation thing, right? So, now I think we got to really figure out, are people really evaluating, self-evaluating themselves? And because in this culture that we have of, you know, I'm always self-evaluating, are you really Right, because right. I, I think now we we got some things that are involved, and I want you to bring bring it back and break it down again. Okay. So, because I think there's now the argument: Are you actually really self evaluating? Okay. So let me let me say this. So let me break down evaluation one more time for those who may have missed the definition thereof in the first part of the show. Um, evaluation. The first definition is the act of ascertaining or fixing the value or fixing the worth of something. Can you do that one more time? Because that's the word I want to like. It's really hold in. Go ahead. Evaluation mm-hmm. is the act of ascertaining mm-hmm. or fixing the value or worth of something. That's the first definition. The second definition is an appraisal of the value of something. Mm -hmm. The appraisal of the value of something. Mr. Grantastic, you know what I've come to think that when we say we are self-evaluating and when I say we, I'm talking about general, Mm -hmm. we are actually doing the second part of the definition and we're skipping the first. Hmm. I think this is a a valid argument for that. I think that we are appraising Mm -hmm. or observing Mm -hmm. ourselves, Mm -hmm. but we're not fixing. Mm. We're not ascertaining. And I think that's kind of like the question, like, are, and my argument now for people who claim that they are self-evaluating is, can, are you actually self-evaluating if there's no action? Talk. Talk. Yes. There's no self, you're, you are halfway evaluating mm-hmm. yourself. 
Because if you have, in order for you to have evaluation, I'm yet, leave that up. I'm sorry. Yeah, okay. leave that up. Yeah. Okay. In in order for you to have evaluation, you have to have both definitions working. Mm-hmm. So all you're doing is eval. Mm-hmm. You're not doing the elation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> huh? Talk to me. Yeah, you yeah. like that, didn't you? Yeah, you did. Hey, <laughs> I was like, I don't know. If that you're was appraising. <laughs> first of all, in order for you to have a proper appraisal, mm-hmm. you can't do the appraising. Yes. You have to have someone else come along that has the skill set to know what to look for. Shout out to Big Bro Zell. Shout out. That nigga. Just right there alone. Which is why he says the relationship is the reflection of you. The the relationship is the appraiser. What? Yo, I'm going to clip this and send it to Zell. Please do. Please do. Your appraiser yes. is the relationship that you're in. Yes. And it's not just stricken to intimate relationships and people. Like yes. it's not yes. just intimate relationships. Yeah, yeah. It's it's your 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 family, your friends, the people who you keep like even your cause that's even what uh, Penelope talks about, about yes. being saturated in the energy that you surround yourself with. Yes, yes, yes. So that's yes. the thing is like those relationships as well are your appraisal. Yes. Because what happens is we can appraise ourselves to the high value. Yes. But really, we're not even market price. And that was my that was my question earlier: is that are we are we to a point sometimes where we're like, oh, okay, one more time. Uh, all right, so I got But no, it's just like for real, for real. Like we are in a state where we are self appraising ourselves, and yes. you don't you don't even know what to look for. Number one. Yes. And number two, you're only kind of looking at it as like the curb appeal. Oh, wow. And really yeah. think about that. It's like when we do our self-quote-unquote appraisal, we just stand back, move back, and be like, this house looks good. It looks sturdy. There's some, there's, some, there's some proverbs and some scriptures that are coming mm-hmm. to mind mm-hmm. as you say that. There's, a, there's an ancient proverb that says the eye can't behold itself. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The eye can't behold itself. Let let me go for for the for the Christians that might be viewing this later on. Let me say it in scriptural terms. Jesus said, "How can you tell your brother to get the splinter out of his eye, and you got a log in yours?" The eye can't behold itself. In other words, you have in, in order for you to properly do the first step of evaluation. Mm-hmm is to find someone that can appraise your values, which means this person has to have your best interest in heart, Mm -hmm. which means they understand your goals Mm -hmm. and your destiny. And they understand the things that are damaging your temple and your, in your process in order to reach that. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't even, that word, right. What I just described in that sentence right there is we can classify as accountability. I was just about to say that. I was like, that's accountability. It's, we don't want some, we think accountability is, hey, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Mm-hmm. No, accountability is is the appraiser. Mm-hmm. It's the one that's telling you your value is here, mm-hmm. but you have to get rid of the stuff yeah. here. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so I knew I was going to vibe tonight. She always brings us out of me. <laughs> and so, we have to, it's become trendy to say, oh, I've, 
I've evaluated myself, but mm-hmm. you haven't. No. There's no such thing as evaluating yourself. Self-evaluation means I go to outside help. Yeah. I observe myself and I say, okay, this is what I feel like my value is. Mm-hmm. Then I get an expert mm-hmm. or someone who has the skill set to now come in and not only look at what I wrote down, but write their own diagnostic mm-hmm. of the temple. Yeah. And this is the reason why I say like for a, a certain individual therapy is actually very important for you because of not just because of therapy itself, but because of the people you have around you. So some people are surrounded themselves by individuals that are either just yes men, yes women, um, or afraid to actually hold you accountable, right? Yes, um, yes, yes, yes. And of that nature. So it's like you surround yourself with people who are like, oh, you're not that bad, folks. Yes, yeah, like, yeah. Girl, you're not really that bad. Girl, you... so those people to which sometimes with the people you surround yourself with, you have to get out of that group of people. Yes. You have to yes. get someone, like you said, a professional person that that gains nothing as well as your appraisal. Because the problem is with some of your folks, people out there, some of y'all people, they are also, like you said, they're attached. They want to attach themselves to you and your house. So when they're only giving you, they're hoping to hype you up because they also kind of want to feel that as well. They're not going to sit there and be real with you and say like, oh, no, this is this is something you got black mold in the house. They're yeah. like, no, nah, because if I tell you that, then the worth is going to come down. I'm trying to just attach to you. We're going to make this bread together. How many women have... Or how many men mm-hmm. have shot down someone who came into their life as an appraiser to actually show them that they are devaluing themselves? Mm. You think that having an OnlyFans page is your value because you equate your value mm-hmm. with a federal note. Mm-hmm. Likes, views, and comments. But a man can come along and say, you know what? You should get off of that. Mm-hmm. Number one, because you can never permanently delete anything off the internet. That's number oh, one. Very true. I'm a hacker. I know. Mm-hmm. You think you may have deleted it, but it's somewhere in the internet and mm-hmm. we can find it. Mm-hmm. Um, and secondly, and, and so when that happens, or a man could be like, all I'm worth is a nine to five. Yes. And a woman could challenge them and say, man, you better than that. Mm-hmm. Start you a business. Yeah. Be your own boss. Mm-hmm. You can you can do whatever you want to do. And, oh, no, no, no. I, I You know, I got to provide. I got to do, 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 do. And it's like that appraiser mm-hmm. is coming to show you your value. Yeah. But you want to mark down your price because you want someone who is cheap enough to purchase you. Wow. Wow. We don't want someone that has to go back into the savings account Mm -hmm. and withdraw and transfer to the checking to purchase our value. Mm -hmm. We have been conditioned to accept someone who could just walk up Mm -hmm. to the open house and put down... Because we just want to be sold at the end of the day. We just want to be sold. That's it. We, we, don't, we, we don't really want the right person to be attached to. We just want to be. Who raised you? 
that's a great question. Because we out here just saying, I'm just going to get married or I'm just going to be with this person. Yes. That's it? Yes. Like, that's all you're settling for? Yes. You just like, yo, I just want to be off the market. That's it. That's it. I just want to be off the market. Or you have a job where you have been devalued by your boss, your Mm -hmm. coworkers, or your people that you're over, Mm -hmm. and you think that this is just supposed to be life. Yeah. You are settling for where you're at. You have only, you know, you know, we're going to have to end on this note because <laughs> it's 10 o'clock. We're going to have to go. You know, we got, it's a series. Yeah, that's all good too. This is Let's Talk, let's talk Part 2. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to do let's, let's Talk Part 3. You know, we, we don't know how long this series is going to be. But ladies and gentlemen, listen. It's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that, a.k.a. Dr. Chu. <laughs> You are now Dr. Chu. I am now Dr. Chu for those. I just want to say, fellas, uh, I just want to say ladies, because I want to start off with the ladies. If you are sent into a man's life to be an appraiser, make sure that you don't become the real estate agent. Make sure you don't become the co-owner of the house. Appraise that man's life and keep it moving. A lot of times you get attached as an appraiser and you want to help him co-sign his own value. No, and that's why you end up heartbroken or hurt or traumatized. This is why we have a feminist movement. Hmm. Um, Fellas, stop going to a woman as an appraiser and leaving as a co-signer. She belongs to the streets. Ah. Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy Randy Chu, a.k.a. Mr. Chu on that. Catch us next Monday at 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Please follow, subscribe, like all of our social media platforms. Um, Know what we do, man, how we do it and when we do it. Um, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we love you guys. We shall see you all next week. Oh, we got a whole lineup waiting for. They don't even know. They don't even. We got a whole heap of a whole heap. A whole heap. It's your boy Randy. Flex is real within this one. (laughs) (laughs) All twenty twenty one. The flex is real. Flex is strong within this. We see y'all next time. We out. Deuces. Ladies and gentlemen, this time around, the revolution will not be televised.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.